0: On episode 437 of Nintendo Switchcraft, the Game Awards nominees, updates for Tokyo. No footage for you. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Alright everybody, welcome back to SwitchCraft. It is your spot for all of the Nintendo news. SwitchCraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, You can tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. I hope to see you over there. This episode of SwitchCraft is made possible by Respawn RX Get SwitchCraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And if you want to leave a voicemail, uh, for the show, uh, you can do so by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show, just like this one. Hello, this is Crazy Legs from Billings, Montana, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. All right, now we're, we're all listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you, Crazy Legs, for letting us know uh, let's start off and talk about the Game Awards. The Game Awards are, of course, I, I think, the biggest award show in uh, in video games right now, and they have announced their nominee list. Now, obviously, not every nominee is is Nintendo, and and this story isn't one hundred percent Nintendo story, but there are Nintendo games that are announced. Uh, or that are nominated. So I did want to share that information. Uh, So let's start by taking a look at Game of the Year. And if you want to check this out yourself, you can go to thegameawards.com slash nominees, or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com and then click on the link in the show notes. This is episode 437. So now you know how to do that. Uh, Let's take a look. Um, Game of the Year. We've got Control which I have not played that, and I've heard very, very good things about it, so that's definitely something that's on my wish list for later, but I don't think it's a... I think that's just a PlayStation game. I could be wrong. Death Stranding, which I don't care even a little bit about. Resident Evil 2, uh, which is a remake of Resident Evil 2 from back in the day. It's fantastic. It's scary. It's really gross, but man... They nailed. They nailed that one. uh, Sycaro Shadows died twice. From uh, this is from From Software. Uh, this, the people who made the. Um, uh, oh gosh, the name of the game is now just fleeted right out of my brain, and I can't think of it. And somebody in in chat is going to. I, I know that Vaxor loves the uh, loves the, uh, the Dark Souls. Thank you, Dex Retro. I could not remember the name of it for some reason. Uh, but, uh, it's from the people who made, uh, the Dark Souls. Uh, I have Dark Souls 3, pretty good game. Now, uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, there's our Nintendo, uh, nominee for game of the year. And somebody, some people might say, didn't that come out last year? I believe it came out December 3rd last year. And so it was not included in last year's, um, uh, last year's nominees. So it is included this year. And then The Outer Worlds is there. Uh, I'm obviously not going to go through everything for every single uh, category, but for Game of the Year, I wanted to tell you what, what Smash Brothers was up against. All right, uh, best action game for Nintendo games. Uh, Astral Chain is on there, and scrolling over, it looks like that's the only Nintendo game that's on there, or is Devil, Devil May Cry 5 is not on? No, it's not. It's not on Nintendo. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I'm just going to give a special shout out to Apex Legends myself because that is my favorite action game this year. I've had so much fun with it and I've not played Astral Chain, so I can't really compare, but I've heard extremely good things about Astral Chain. So, you know, with any luck, Nintendo will take that one. Uh, let's see, best action adventure game, uh, The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, uh, by Grezzo, uh, published by Nintendo, uh, an amazing game. It is so much fun. If you have not played this game, it absolutely deserves your attention. It's super, super fun, and they just absolutely nailed uh, the the feel uh, of this game. It's so enjoyable. Technical limitations aside, I think Nintendo could have done or, or Grezzo could have done better with some of the the technical hiccups that they had with the game. But incredibly enjoyable, and I, I loved every minute of it from start to finish. Super, super good. Uh, best art direction. Uh, okay, good. I, di- I And by the way, I have not looked at these ahead of time. Uh, but best art direction, uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. As soon as I saw the category, I said it has to be on there. Uh, it, it is just an amazing uh, bit of art direction. However, there's going to be a lot of people who would say that Greece or, or Gris, I don't know how to say it, Uh, Should also win. Like everybody who has uh, talked about this game, Gris or Grease, I don't know how to say it. Um, Everybody who's talked about it has said that it is one of the most beautiful games that they've ever played. I guess the way that it plays is it starts out kind of like black and white. And as you go through the world, it becomes more and more colorized, which I think is really cool. Uh, Best audio design. I'm looking through and I don't see any Nintendo games on there, so we can skip that one. Uh, Community support, no Nintendo games on there. I guess Fortnite kind of falls into that category because it's on a uh, a Nintendo system, but nothing from Nintendo on there. And I don't really care about the content creators of the year or the esports coach or the esports event or the esports... Well, okay, esports game of the year. I would say... Oh, I'm surprised that Apex is not in here. I love that game. It's so much fun. But maybe it's not all that popular for esports. So uh, nothing on here that jumps out at me. But of course, Fortnite and Overwatch are both uh, games that are on Nintendo platforms. So it makes makes a lot of sense. Um, The Real Jar in chat is is asking, where's Rocket League? And that's a really good question because Rocket League is a constant... You know, I mean, these these games are not, uh, you know, Counter Strike, Global Offensive, Dota Two, Fortnite, League of Legends, Overwatch. None of those games came out this year, so absolutely, Rocket League should be on here. It's a fantastic uh, esports game. Uh, esports host, I'm not interested in esports player, esports team, family games. Here we go, and of course, you knew that it was going to be all Nintendo all Nintendo all the time, Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, Super Mario Maker 2, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World, and of all of these games, having not finished Luigi's Mansion 3, and having not played Yoshi's Crafted World, I'm going to say, and I haven't finished Ring Fit Adventure either, but of these games, I would be happy if any of them won, uh, as much as Yoshi's Crafted World is not a game for me, I can also recognize just from playing the demo that it is incredibly well made and of, of high caliber, which is not a huge surprise, seeing as how it's a it's a game, you know, published by Nintendo. Nintendo does a good job and makes really good games. Um, I think if we look at Super Smash Brothers as a possibility for game of the year, then in my opinion, the game that I think is is um, a, a winner here in the best family game for me would probably be Luigi's Mansion 3. And I, I, I admit, I've only played around 10 hours of that game so far. Uh, it's really, really good. But it really shines when my son came up and I handed him a uh, pair of Joy-Cons, and he took over as Luigi, and I was Luigi, and we went through and, and did a couple levels together. That was really, really fun. I don't look at Super Mario Maker 2 as a family game. Uh, sure, you can play multiplayer, but it's really not a good experience playing multiplayer in that it's really more, for me, uh, a solitary experience, and I know that for family game, the Game Awards defines it as for the best game appropriate for family play, irrespective of genre or platform. I I feel like Super Mario Maker is not about family play. It's really about solo play, so it doesn't really make sense there. And Ring Fit Adventure, I haven't done any of the multiplayer stuff, so I don't feel like that really fits into the category of playing with other people. Whereas Luigi's Mansion 3, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and Yoshi's Crafted World, all of these games fit into this multiplayer aspect. Uh, and and of those, while I think Super Smash Bros. is uh, easily, wildly more popular than Luigi's Mansion 3, I mean, for, for crying out loud, it is the most popular um, fighting game of all time. Um, I think that it has a I, I think it has a possibility of winning game of the year because it's so popular and that would and, and I would not want it to win uh, best family game as well. I, I I don't want it to win both. Now that being said, if something else wins uh, best game of the year, if we go back up to game of the year on the list and they give it to um, the outer worlds or death stranding, uh, those are the two that I I see possibility as winning, even though I I've, I've not played Death Stranding and it's got all like I've heard people are incredibly divided on Death Stranding. So does it make sense for that to win Game of the Year? I don't know. And Sicario Shadows Die Twice, I've not played that. I, I I just I think Smash has a real chance here, and I don't think that it should win both categories. But that's just me. All right, let's, let's move on from best family game, best fighting game. Um, Samurai Showdown uh, does not come to Nintendo Switch until 2020, I believe. Mortal Kombat 11 is on the Nintendo Switch and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I think if Smash wins best game, then Mortal Kombat 11 will probably end up winning best fighting game but if it doesn't, then Smash will probably end up winning best fighting game. Uh, Fresh indie game, uh, we've got Grease or Gris, uh, My Friend Pedro, which is this this awesome thing where you're you're this side scrolling crazy fighting game uh, where you got to shoot all these dudes in slow motion. It's really fun. Uh, And then... Uh, Slay the Spire. Is Slay the Spire on the Switch? I can't remember. I have that on Xbox Game Pass. And it's awesome. It's really fun. And then finally, House House, uh, Untitled Goose Game. I think that this is going to come down to, um, honestly, Outer Wilds and Untitled Goose Game. And I think Untitled Goose Game is going to uh, cinch it, in my opinion. Uh, best game direction. I feel like that's going to be Outer Wilds, but that none of these games uh, uh, for best direction are on the Nintendo Switch, so we'll move on. Games for impact. Uh, this is uh, a game that is supposed to be thought provoking or has like a pro social meaning, and uh, Greece is Gris is on there, and I think that that is the only game that's on the Nintendo Switch. I could be wrong. I can't. I I can't personally know every game that's on there, but I think uh, Gris is is supposed to be very very socially impactful, so that's probably going to be the one that takes that away. Uh, best independent game. Uh, we've got Katana Zero, which I believe is yeah that's on the Nintendo Switch. I got a review copy of that one, uh, and then Untitled Goose Game is the other Nintendo Switch game that's on there. And I feel like Untitled Goose Game right now is in the front of everybody's minds, and it's just going to run away with with it. With uh, you know, maybe maybe somebody from Katana Zero chasing that goose as it runs away with the trophy. Best mobile game. I'm going to skip that. Wait, is there any Nintendo stuff on there? Okay, I'm I'm glad that uh, Mario uh, Mario Kart uh, Tour is not on there because that game is not good in my opinion. Uh, best multiplayer game. We've got Apex Legends, which is one of my favorites, but it's up against Tetris 99. And I gotta say, I've put I've put a lot of hours into Tetris 99. In my opinion, uh, Tetris 99 is absolutely amazing, and I feel like that should win this category. But Apex, uh, you know, what? I would be fine with either Apex winning it or Tetris 99 winning it because I think that they're both fantastic games. Um, EA has done some really awful things this year with Apex and I don't know if they've learned their lesson or not. So I kind of don't want them to win for that. But, uh, Tetris 99 is just, is just rad. It's such a good game. And, um, I hope that that one wins. I would be fine with either of them. Best narrative. Um, none of these games are on the Nintendo Switch. Unless a Plague Tale... I don't think that's on Nintendo Switch. I think that's just on PC. So I'm going to skip that category. Best ongoing game. Uh, this is where a game that keeps coming back over and over again. Uh, I don't know how this is different than the category that it that they kind of talk about before. Um, but we've got... Uh, No, Fortnite is the only Nintendo uh, game that's available on a Nintendo console on there. Uh, Honestly, I mean, Fortnite, I think, is a lock for this because not not necessarily because it's such a good game, and it is, but because they just keep reinventing the wheel over and over and the game completely changes all the time. So I I think that, that Fortnite deserves that one. Uh, best performance. I'm just checking through to see if there's anything in here from uh, Nintendo stuff and there is not. Best role-playing game. Oh my god, how, where, how, how close to the bottom am I? Okay, I just looked at my, my scroll wheel. I'm pretty close to the bottom. Uh, so let's see, we've got none of these games are on Nintendo... Best score in music, Cadence of Hyrule. Oh my God, I forgot about that game. That game is fantastic. Cadence of Hyrule, if you have not played this game, is a rhythm game where all of the music is is from the Zelda series, but it is uh, remixed and played with like a heavy metal guitar style. It is amazing. Uh, top-down Zelda-style action, but you have to fight things to the rhythm of the music. Uh... I love the music in that game. I haven't checked out the music in these other games, but but Cadence of Hyrule is just so good, and it, it deserves to win something. Uh, nothing, okay, best sports racing game, crash, crash Team Racing, that's on the Nintendo Switch. I don't think anything else here is, so I can skip past that. We're almost to the very bottom of this. Best strategy game. Um, I, I'm a little saddened by the fact that Wargroove which is an amazing game, is stuck against Fire Emblem Three Houses because Wargroove is so very, very good, wonderful strategy game. And any other year, I believe that it would have won. But to go up against Fire Emblem is just... There's nothing that can be done. Fire Emblem has got to win this category. Truth be told, I have not played the other games in the category. But I just can't imagine these other games being as good as Fire Emblem, I probably put 40 hours into Fire Emblem. And we're talking about Bill here, guys. We're talking about me. I do not put 40 hours into a game unless it's really, really good. Bill, did you beat that game? No, because it's way too long. But it's also awesome. I know that there are community members who listen to the show who've written in and have said, I have put 400 hours into Fire Emblem 3 Houses. Uh, so it's it's an insane uh game. It's so very very good and it's it, the 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 combat is really really well done. And I feel bad for Wargroove because I think any other year Wargroove would have nailed it. I think that they would have walked away with it. Uh, best VR AR game, obviously not well yeah, okay, so I looked, and Labo's not on here, so we can skip it, but that's that's the list of, of uh, games for the Game of the Year Awards, and I'm curious, what games do you think are going to win? Which games do you think deserve to win in each of the categories? Uh, feel free to um, join the Discord, and after the show, I'm going to make a new category, or I'm going to revise the Game of the Year Awards um, channel. I'll bring it back. And we can uh, talk about all the games that you think should be winning. Uh, So again, join the Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. All right. Ooh, man, I didn't realize I'd talk about that for so long. So I'm going to take a quick break, grab a drink of water. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tokyo Mirage Sessions, RBI Baseball, and some sales numbers. Be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. Oh my gosh. Okay, I guess I'm not going to get a drink of water because that was a really, really quick break. Uh, Let's talk about Tokyo Mirage Sessions. This is a game that came out on the Wii U and it was, uh, I mean, obviously not hugely popular, but it did very well. And a lot of people said that it was fantastic. Now, what exactly is Tokyo Mirage Sessions? From what I understand, having not played it, It is a game where you play as singers. Um, I guess in Japan, they call them idols or whatever. Uh, But you play as like these singers and entertainers, basically. And it's set in the same universe as uh, Fire Emblem and crosses over. Like this is where the sharp FE part comes from. It crosses over with, um, Shin Megami Tensei stuff, which is, is really, um, uh, it's a weird crossover, but anyway, I guess the game was, was very, very well received when it came out, but of course it came out on the Wii U, which was, I, okay, uh, the Wii U only sold 14 million consoles in its lifetime, so not a lot of people got a chance to play it. So this is a another Wii U port. And I know that there are some people who don't like the idea of Wii U ports, but this is another Wii U port, and uh, it is coming out. But I guess it's getting some new stuff in it, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it because this is not a game that I've played. Uh, this comes to us from Persona Central. Oh, yeah, it, not, not Shinigami Tensei. I meant to say Persona. Uh, I I get all of those uh, JRPGs confused, so my bad. But this comes from PersonaCentral.com talking about uh, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Sharp F.E. Encore. And I guess we're getting new songs and new music videos uh, have been added to it. All songs, including the new songs by... Kiria Karuno and Tsubasa Oribe are produced by the Japanese pr- pr- uh, production company Avex. They've added new costumes. Uh, players can choose to keep or remove Tsubasa's glasses. Okay. Uh, the president of Fortuna Entertainment, Mako Shimazaki, uh, uh, participates in the battle in the form of sessions. Uh, this is not. This is not something that happened in the original, and it has a new costume. And then Tiki also participates in the battle via sessions with additional story elements. And then it says Encore features a new adventure for the actual main characters of the game, the protagonists, with an additional dungeon. This comes out next year on January 17th. And I'm curious what you all think about about this. Is this a, a game that is interesting to you at all for me? It is a hard pass. I, I just don't care about this, this game or the franchise at all. But not everything has to be for me. And so, you know, a lot of times I don't talk about the things that I'm not excited about on the show. But I'm curious if you out there are excited about it. If you're a big Fire Emblem fan, then this might be something for you. I am a Fire Emblem fan, but this does not appeal to me. Uh, even though I've heard nothing but good things about Tokyo Mirage Sessions, so uh, let me know what you think. Uh, here's here's another really weird thing. I want to I want you to let me know what you think about this uh, RBI Baseball. I've received um, RBI Baseball 18 and 19 as review copies on the Nintendo Switch, and I have said that they are just boring games. And most of the time, I would have chalked that up to being the fact that I don't really care for sports. Sports are not my jam. That being said, um, earlier this year, there was a fantastic baseball game called Super Mega Baseball 2 that uh, I received a review copy for, and I played it, and I was just like, this game is incredibly fun. RBI baseball has not been a fun game. It's not a fun game, at least for me. I just didn't enjoy it. I know that there's people out there who like it because it has the real rosters and stuff, but it just wasn't, there wasn't a fun factor to it when I played it. And so I said as much. Um, RBI Baseball 20 was just been announced, and it is coming to the Nintendo Switch uh, again. And they announced it with a new trailer, and the new trailer offers absolutely zero gameplay. Like, it just shows a bunch of baseball fans and some baseball clips and highlights and stuff, but no gameplay. And I I just wanted to complain about this because I find it ridiculous. And I just realized that uh, I'm playing this video. It's going to get flagged by YouTube. So if this doesn't show up on YouTube, now you know why. Um... But RBI Baseball's trailer has no gameplay footage, and I find this to be really, really irritating. There, there, I feel like I, I, just wish that the the that uh, uh, the baseball company, oh my god, I can't think of what it is, MLB, MLB. The I, I wish the Major League Baseball would partner with the people who made Super Mega Baseball Two and say, hey, your game is awesome. How about we give you our rosters, and we can then play that way? Wouldn't that be cool? I think that that would be better. I think that that would be better. Um, No, (laughs) the real jar in chat is trying to troll me saying it's NFL. All right, Uh, moving on real quick before we get out of here. I want to talk about the latest Japanese hardware sales numbers. This comes to us from uh, Nintendo Everything, who got the information from Famitsu, which is a Japanese publication. Uh, And they're talking about the video game hardware sales uh, for this week. And it's pretty crazy. Uh, Nintendo Switch Lite sold 97,565 units in Japan this week. The Nintendo Switch sold 82,571 in Japan this week. So combined, that is close to 200,000 units in one week. Let's compare that to last week. Last week, the Switch sold 54,000 units, and the Switch Lite sold 34,000 units. Now, where did all those extra units come from? Obviously, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Pokemon Sword and Shield came out this week, and it moved a lot of consoles, and I just think that that's really impressive. If we compare this week's sales with this week's sales of other uh, consoles, the PS4 sold 4,393 this week. The PS4 Pro sold 3,701 this week, and I'm not going to even get into the rest. Okay, I will tell you this. The Xbox One X sold 39 units this week. Um, 39. I'm not saying 39 uh, anything. I'm just saying 39. <laughs> and I know, Xbox has never been very popular in Japan. But comparing these numbers to the Switch numbers is just bananas. And I don't like to f- focus too much on sales, but that's crazy. Th- those numbers are crazy. And it, it it is obviously attributed to Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's no other reason... For that kind of jump in sales, other than Pokemon Sword and Shield, just absolutely crazy. So thank you to Nintendo, everything for for bringing us these femitsu numbers, and that's it for today's episode. Uh, so thank you very much for listening. If you want to become a part of the community, you can join us over at runjumpstomp.com/discord. There's lots of people in there. It's been going crazy. When you get there, read the rules. There's been a lot of people who showed up and haven't been reading the rules lately. And uh, it's obvious because they're 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 just crazy people over there. Stop being so crazy. Uh, watch the show live over at twitch.tv/ runjump stomp. You can get a hold of me through email at runjumpstomp at gmail.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Runjump stomp, use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. I have other shows and I get a lot of people tweeting at me, and it's really hard for me to keep track of everything. So if, you, if you're if you talking to the show, use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft, and it'll be so much easier for me to figure that out uh, uh, that you're talking to me. Uh, this show is part of the Giant-Sized Team-Up Network. For more information, check out GSTU.net. I may or may not be on an episode of Breaking the Panel tonight, uh, later on tonight. Uh, So, you know, look for that later on this week. They asked me to come on. I still got to clear it with my wife first uh, because it's uh, kind of a late night when those guys record. Uh, Anyway, if you want to support the show, go over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And uh, let's get out of here. You guys can listen to this music by uh, uh, Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'll see you guys around. Bye-bye.